What up, what up, fantasy football hustler, back at you, week 10 offensive waiver wire ad. So if you didn't see my IDP video, go check it out, because you know I'm bringing you that IDP heat. If you're not on YouTube, go hit me up there, fantasy football hustler. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Come on, show me that love. Help me get to 1,000 followers, 1,000 subscribers. We're getting there. We are super close. And if you're not on Apple Podcasts, go hit it up. Fantasy Football Hustler, I'm on Apple, I'm on Spotify, literally every podcast platform that you can get on, I'm there. And if you want to dominate your league even more than you already are, or if you have to make a little bit of a comeback to make the playoffs, go hit up my website, fantasyfootballhustler.com. I'm bringing you one-on-one advice that you cannot get literally anywhere else. I, I mean, I'm taking care of everybody who's a website subscriber, answering your DMs, your one-on-one questions, helping you work out trades. So yeah, literally the best investment you can make into your fantasy football life. So go hit it up, fantasyfootballhustler.com. Let's get into these waiver wire ads. We got four teams on by Chiefs, Falcons, Cowboys, and the Jets. Let's get it. All right, QBs to add. So if you didn't see it last week, I started doing a new series. It's my one week early series. I did defenses to pick up one week early, QBs to pick up one week early, and then tight ends to pick up one week early. So Here's my list for this week, though. I'm going Derek Carr versus Denver. If you got a deep dive, uh, you know, we got some injuries out there. And if you got Mahomes or Ryan, got to make some moves. So Derek Carr against Denver, someone I like. Uh, Drew Locke versus Tampa Bay. I mean, obviously, he played Atlanta this past week and he balled out. Tampa Bay is a little bit tougher. But uh, just got to put options because not everyone's going to be available in your leagues. Nick Foles versus Minnesota. I mean, king of garbage time. He just somehow keeps getting it done. Minnesota doesn't have the best secondary, even though, you know, they kind of showed up a little bit this past week. But, uh, yeah, Nick Foles, someone you can roll out there. And how about Tua Tagovailoa going up against the Chargers? Uh, had a really good game. That, well, I'm not going to say really good game. I mean, they ended up winning. They beat Kyler Murray, but pretty good ex- compared to the week before where he didn't even throw for 100 yards. So, yeah, a couple guys here that you can go pick up and start at the QB position if you're streaming. All right, guys. Not going to lie, running backs is really thin this week. It is really, really bad. So the top guys who might be owned in your league, J.D. McKissick going up against Detroit this week, Duke Johnson going up against Cleveland, Kalen Balazs going up against Miami. So J.D. McKissick, very very readily available in a lot of leagues. He doesn't get too many rushes, but he has such a safe floor when it comes to the pass receptions. Had 14 targets in this past week. Just wild. Now, Duke Johnson, we don't know what's up with David Johnson just yet. He's in concussion protocol. We don't know if he's going to be playing this week. It's still kind of early, but someone who Duke Johnson needs to be on your radar because if David Johnson doesn't play, he's going to be pretty much the only guy they got there versus Cleveland. And, okay, Kalen Balazs. So, Justin Jackson, we don't know what the heck happened with him. It was something in pregame, tweaked his knee or something like that. I have no idea. Kalen Balazs got way more touches than Kelly did. So, I feel like if there's a running back to own for the Chargers right now, it's going to be Balazs. I don't think... I don't think Justin Jackson is trending towards the right way. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would pick up Kalen Balaj, you know, as a just in case, especially if you have the just, especially if you're the Justin Jackson owner. 
Now, two guys who are a little bit more owned, um, you know, close to 75% of the league, Zach Moss going up against Arizona. I think he's the guy to own there. Definitely isn't Devin Singletary. And then Philip Lindsay this week going up against Las Vegas. Didn't have the best week this past week going up against Atlanta, but they're literally just throwing it, you know, all over the yard. But uh, Melvin Gordon, I think his court date is like this week or next week, but sooner or later, that three-game suspension is coming down for Melvin Gordon. So I would rather have Philip Lindsay before that happens than wait until the news comes out and then you got to fight everybody on waivers. Wide receivers got a handful of wide receivers here. So Curtis Samuel, I think he's got to be the main guy to pick up. I mean, the way that they've been using him, I mean, they obviously don't like DJ Moore. Am I right? Like if you have DJ Moore, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. So Curtis Samuel, especially like DJ Moore, he's going to be getting covered by Carlton Davis next week. So Curtis Samuel just seems like a really good play next week going up against Tampa. Uh, Sterling Shepard, next guy on my list, going up against the Eagles. He's been getting a lot of targets. So, I mean, he didn't have the best game this week, but he got a lot of targets. I believe it was eight or nine targets that he got this week. So, I mean, him and Evan Ingram are really the only pass catchers that you want to have there. Next guy, Emmanuel Sanders, had a decent game this week going up against San Francisco. We already know that Michael Thomas is going to take the best defenders away and like Emmanuel Sanders is literally the best number two wide receiver that Drew Brees has probably ever had. So I think he's going to keep using them. This week was kind of tough though. Cause Drew Brees, like what do he throw up to like 20 people or something? It seemed like he just spread the ball around so much. So when he does that it really doesn't help. Now, if you're deep diving, you can do way worse than Tim Patrick. Okay. Like he's someone who's been stepping up here and there and just coming through with big touchdowns and going up against Las Vegas. I mean, we already know it's not the best secondary thing. It's another good game that you can get him into if you're deep diving. Nelson Aguilar. So didn't have the best game two weeks ago versus Cleveland. And maybe that's why he was dropped in a lot of leagues. But uh, this week, um, this past week, he went up against Chargers. He had an okay game, got that touchdown, but uh, didn't have too many targets though. Ended up getting 55 yards on the day, but uh, going up against Denver, Denver doesn't have the best defense and two of their cornerbacks were out this week. So, I mean, Atlanta, I mean, they had a little bit of a field day out there. So I think Nelson Aguilar is a good wide receiver to pick up and roll out there. Now, if you're deep diving, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I mean, he only had two receptions. He got two touchdowns. I mean, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers got, must have this love-hate relationship with him, too, because we saw when he dropped that ball, he was just, like, mean-mugging him. <laughs> so, I don't know. But one thing I do know is that Jacksonville's uh, secondary just sucks. So, if you're deep diving, I mean, there's way worse people that you can have than MVS. So, I, I feel like if you, if you got a deep dive, that's someone you can go for. Last guy on the list, Jalen Rager, someone who isn't really owned in that many leagues right now. You know, he was dropped because of the buy, so that made him even eligible for this list. But he's going to be one of the main guys for the Eagles. I, I mean, sooner or later, we don't know what the heck's going on with Alshon Jeffries, if he's even going to come back. I think he's expected to practice, but I don't know. I just know that Jalen Rager, he, he's going to be one of the guys there for a really long time. And him and Carson Wentz, I'm sure they're going to start developing some chemistry now that he's back, actually back on the field and healthy. All right, let's get to the position that we all hate. <laughs> tight ends. Tight end is such a wasteland unless you have Travis Kelsey and then everyone else literally just a dart throw. So Jimmy Graham, great game this past week. Let, let's see if he can continue it against Minnesota. I mean, Nick Foles doesn't have a bunch of targets there to throw to, so let's just hope he peppers Jimmy Graham going up against Minnesota. 
Eric Ebron. So if you get a touchdown, you're pretty much a tight a, a tight end one on the week. He had a nice touchdown when he hurdled that guy uh, for Dallas, got into the end zone. <laughs> he looked way better than Josh Kelly did when Josh Kelly tried to leap over that guy. And the guy just stood up and Kelly just looked like a moron. Um, now, these next guys here, super nervous about Dallas Goddard. Didn't look good coming back from injury. Now he's got an extra week of rest going up against Giants. Not the best matchup. But I think you can roll him out there. Trey Burton, been a little bit on and off last uh, two weeks ago, got the big touchdown this past week, really didn't do anything. But Tennessee, you know, they're not really that good versus a tight end. Jordan Reed, someone who was a part of an offense that looked broken this past week, so he can't really hold that against him. And he literally just got activated that same day off of IR, so probably didn't have much practice. But going up against New Orleans, we'll see. They just shut out Gronk, so not necessarily the best matchup. And then they have a bye after this matchup. So just throwing that out there, if you're picking up someone to start for multiple weeks, it's probably not Jordan Reed. And last guy here, a little bit of the unknown. Austin Hooper, he's coming back. Coming back after his surgery, um, would he have his appendix taken out? So, I mean, nothing, you know, nothing serious necessarily um, as far as like him being injured. But uh, going up against Houston, Houston is a great matchup for the tight end. So we shall see. I'm, I mean, Baker Mayfield's kind of been hit or miss on getting the tight ends involved. But hopefully Austin Hooper coming back off of their bye. Hopefully they just get him involved a little bit more because Houston, I mean, they're, they're pretty bad defense. You could throw all over them. All right, guys, that's my offensive waivers for the week. Go check out my IDP waiver wire video. If you didn't yet, I'm bringing this to you late night, Monday morning. Now, I think I said Monday night a little bit earlier, but yeah, Monday morning around, uh, around midnight right now. So, yeah, bringing you the heat getting you ready for everything. Uh, so Fantasy Football Hustler on YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else. Social media at FFHustler420. Go follow me everywhere, every social media. That's my username is at FFHustler420. So go hit me up and fantasyfootballhustler.com. You want me to help you dominate your leagues? We're, we're talking about the stretch run of the season right now. We are in the second half of the season. We are getting ready to go to the playoffs. And so hit me up. Go get there. I will help you make it to the playoffs. We'll get some hardware. And it's also going to be fun. I'm very interactive with all my supporters and everything. And that's what it's all about. It's all about making things fun. All about bringing the interaction to your living room. So hit it up, guys. FantasyFootballHustler.com. Peace out. See you tomorrow for all the start and sit videos. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? My shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, money grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my
Okay, let's go smoke that joint.